You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. In this episode, Chris and Taylor share lessons they've learned from a season of adversity. As always, don't forget, if you have a topic you'd want to hear more about or get further insight on, email us at podcast at trafficandfunnels.com. All right, let's get to it. I wanted to kind of dive back into the conversation that we were, uh, that initially kind of started this conversation, which was coming out of a season of failure um, and what you're learning from that. Uh, and the process that you're going through. The thing that came up for me when you were sharing that, and I'm just kind of a sports guy, I was thinking about like Michael Jordan and the Pistons and that whole thing and like, oh man, that's how he cut his teeth and you know became who he is today. Uh, I think one of the things that happens when you feet, uh, meet adversity is that you're forced to innovate, grow, sharpen. Um, I would love to hear what that process has been like both professionally and personally for you guys. I think for me realizing that I... I was telling Taylor this the other day. I realized through the season that I had optimized my life for easy. Um, the business optimized it for easy, that we didn't really have responsibilities. You know, we were working a few hours a week. And I think as a practice, it's not a good practice. And I think a good practice is embracing difficult things consistently. If you get yourself to an easy place in your life, I think you can get to a place where you become fragile so if you make it a practice to do hard things, to kind of go against the grain, to have resistance, uh, then you'll have continual growth. And I think you'll find your place, yourself in a place where uh, you'll be anti-fragile, right? And you'll be stronger for the next season, whether it's an external situation that comes, you know, market issues, team issues, competitors, or any kind of internal thing. And so for me, that's been a big learning lesson to not optimize for easy, but practice difficult things uh, on a consistent basis and make it a discipline um, and not rely so much on motivation. But this is who I am. This is what I want. Therefore, this is what I'm going to do, no matter if I'm motivated or not. Um, So that's been a big part of my process, I'd say, the last few months. How is that? uh, Can you give us some examples of how that shifted for you? Um, what I mean by that is like the practical shift is like, hey, this is how I was doing it before. And then now here's what I'm doing now. Well, just taking on difficult things, just taking on hard things, taking on things that I don't necessarily like, but they need to get done. And it's good for me to do them. Um, things that just maybe are outside of my comfort zone. So that's what I've been doing as a practice. For example, we're doing 75 hard. So, you know, embracing something like that, embracing things that suck on a consistent basis for me. So what was the shift for you and where did you arrive when you were like, this isn't working and what is there for me to do now? Um, I think the shift was being confronted with the things that weren't working, right? And it's having to prune and, and scale back and look at what we were doing or what we weren't doing. Um, and kind of be faced with the reality of where we were. Like, man, like, well, how, how do we get to this place? Where did I go wrong? And I think for me, it was, was not having those disciplines and practices, um, getting to a place where I didn't have enough resistance built into my life. And so I wasn't getting stronger in a lot of areas. In some areas, I was. Like, I was really good at optimizing for easy, 
and really good at optimizing for leverage. But when it came to the point where I had to bench 500 pounds, dude, I couldn't even get the bar off the rack. And so um, I think, yeah, just going through the process, and it was forced on me because of a lot of issues that we faced. Um, and that was a realization for me in realizing the importance of, there's, a, I think, a difference between easy and simple, right? Simple's really good. There's a lot of value there. I think there's some value in easy for sure. But if you make that a focus and the highest priority, I think that you can get to a place where you don't have enough resistance in your life where you get atrophied. In leadership, in what you've done before, whether it's marketing, sales, whatever it might be. So getting back to the place of being a practitioner is really good and realizing even in the challenges, the difficulties, the things that might be uncomfortable, I actually enjoy it. Even though it sucks at times. I enjoy just that push and that resistance and just the game and getting back to that place and falling in love with that and making that a process. Um, I think it's been a part of my journey where going through the thing of, man, I had this vision of just having everything so leveraged and so easy where, I mean, everything was built for convenience. Everything was built for convenience and leverage for me. But I think for the long haul, it's, it's not a good practice because you cannot control everything. And so if I make it a practice to do difficult things and have resistance on a daily basis, and that's my practice, then when there is external things that are forced on me, I've been, I've been you know, bringing on that resistance myself. And so I have the lifting power, the strength, to face whatever external things happen and love it and lean into it. And so I think I've talked to a lot of people, and I've talked to people here who've had a lot of challenges the last six months. Anybody else had big challenges the last six months? So, yeah, I think it's important to, one, make sure that when you're in that season, which it will happen again, to not feel isolated or isolate yourself. Because I've talked to a lot of different people, not just in this room, that have had massive challenges, but they've isolated themselves. And so we are much stronger together in any kind of challenge, right? There might be a, a day where I feel like shit, I'm weak, what, I'm just having whatever. And so to, to have connections, I think, is really important. So I just want to drop that little tidbit and wisdom. If you are ever feeling like that or going through that, that season, make sure that you make it a priority to be connected to other people um, who can help you, right? And it's important because if you're in an isolated place, everything else is weakened. Right? Sometimes you just need to lean on other people. So just want to drop that for anybody who needs it. You're not alone in the shit. Like, things are hard, things are difficult, like, issues happen. And so just make sure that you're not alone in that process. Taylor, can I follow up with you on the same question? Uh, probably learning a lesson, learning to trust myself and who I am. Period. Do you want to go deeper on that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody else want to go deeper on that? Yes. Uh, there, there was a moment in time when I began to shift who I allowed myself to be based on external feedback. And I thought that what I was doing was for the greater good. And it was for 
the necessary evolution of getting bigger and more fame. And then when I really pondered it, I realized that I had made myself weak so that other people could feel stronger. And it had nothing to do with what was right or wrong. It had everything to do with my uh, lack of comfort with making people feel uncomfortable. So I mean this in a positive way. And I got to say that up front because I don't mean this aggressively or adversarially. But if you spend more than five minutes with me and you're unequal, you will feel that. And I'm not going to shield you from that anymore. Make sense? So I've learned to trust myself and who I am. Not from a place of like being rude. That's not what it is. Uh, but from a place of like, if I don't lift you, that's due to you choosing not to rise. So leave. If you don't like what I'm saying, leave. If you don't like how I'm saying it, leave. If you're uncomfortable with me talking about this topic, leave. Your approval of me means less than zero. I don't care. I forgot that is what happened. So learning to trust myself in that sense is freeing and it takes the weight off of you. And then from a personal standpoint, I was watching my daughter Kate the other day play with a ball. She's not very coordinated. I don't, th I don't think she has a career in professional sports. I think she's going to be an, an author or an artist or something. So I was like, don't play tennis, which is fine. But she's playing with this ball and it's bouncing. And she's in a stage where she's three and she just had her birthday. And she's learning how to study things and figure things out. And I saw the moment where she realized that the harder she threw it down, the, the higher the ball bounced up in the air. And then she would throw it, like just drop it and it wouldn't bounce. And then she would throw it harder and it would bounce higher. And she was fascinated. And I'm just watching my daughter play with the bouncy ball, figuring out for the first time that velocity down equals velocity up. Okay? Had a moment of realization that your life is the same way. And when people are going down the mountain, they feel like they're dying. But the speed with which you hit the ground, it consolidates power and it turns into the velocity with which you rise again. So how many times in my life have I tried to avoid the downward rather than leaning in and learning to go with it? That's what I've learned personally.